It's the Common Zone Podcast. Coming from an eerie basement in Casper, Wyoming. It's the Halloween show, motherfuckers. And we're talking horror movies. What's going on, nerds? It's a spooky, spooky episode of the Comic Zone. And cheesy. Talking our top three horror movies or horror movie franchises, I should say. Yep. Because a lot of these movies are more than a single film. That's right. They keep living on and on. We got MC Virus, of course, for an episode like this. Like, who else could we get but you? What's going on, buddy? I appreciate it. I'm I'm chill as a cucumber. You're chilling a cucumber? Or chilling chillin on a cucumber? I could be. <laughs> Chill like a cucumber. The vegetarian slasher. Yeah. So, like I said, horror movies today. Uh, but we do have a little bit to unpack on. Check this shit out this week. Um, before we get into that, though, go check out thecomiczone.com. Uh, we have links to every single episode we've done in the past year that we've been doing this now. One year. We're at 66 right. episodes to date. Um, this will be 67, I think. Um, so yeah, go check that out. Go check out our Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as well. And all the links are on thecomiczone.com. Hell yeah. All right, so let's get into check this shit out. Um, we got a couple things that happened this week. Just dropped, yeah, exciting. Uh, yeah, Ant Man and Quanta. What's it called? Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania, yeah. Okay, and then you said uh, they, there else. was a sneak peek of the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So very Disney, but there was one little fun thing that they dropped. Okay, what's that? That they go back um, and get Kevin Bacon to be the present for Quinn. That's funny. Yeah. The actual Kevin Bacon is then entering the MCU as as himself. <laughs> so that opens up a whole new new game of the uh, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon game. Nice. Yeah. Um, so as but, far... But more exciting is Ant-Man. Right. That trailer looks really interesting. Um, not only do we get Kang finally at the end there. And uh, I mean, we kind of expected that though, right? Yeah, King. we'd be disappointed if we didn't. Right. Um, and that continues on, like uh, you and Chelsea and everybody, they like been wondering where this is going, and I've been pretty s- steadfast in thinking that... This is what we're going to Yeah, Kang is the big next Thanos. So um, hopefully this, you know, helps uh, alleviate a lot of your guys' tension on that, right? We'll see. I mean, there's, um, I'm, I'm hopeful just by the trailer and how they're kind of pumping it and what elements they are promoting. Right. You know, it's, it, they're talking about the storyline. They're not talking about the punchlines. Right. There's a few there, but it's Paul Rudd. You mean, you expect a little. Yeah. Um, but that, the tone of that, that, uh, trailer was, you know, funny in spots, but it was kind of. A little serious. more, yeah, pretty serious. Exactly, and I think, yeah, exactly, that's what was uh, most exciting for sure. It'll be cool to see um, them experience the quantum realm 
like fully. Yeah. And it uh, looks like there's beings that live there and all kinds of crazy shit going to happen in that movie. So, have you seen the trailer? Mike? Yeah. Uh, I'm just excited to see Bill Murray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Bill Murray just... in the trailer. I wonder who he's supposed to be, care. or I is it? I don't give a fuck what he's doing. I just want to see it. it right. Just as a cameo. That's he's probably just... going to have like a small part like he did in the last Ghostbusters. They should have dressed him up like Stan Lee. <laughs> and just have Bill Murray do Stan Lee's cameos from now on. Yeah. Or he's trying to develop his own multiverse of his own selves by just grabbing other bills right. and trying to have those How bills. How dope would it be if he was the Beyonder? Like uh, Bill Murray is the Beyonder? I, I, you know, I honestly was hoping to see him as uh, Galactus. <laughs> that would have been kind of cool, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> like it would, you know, for Bill Murray, less serious shit than he does. Like um, he, he he is a good actor, you know, but he's not being Peter Venkman. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was good at Peter Venkman too, I think. But like, I'm just saying, like, like uh, Saint Vincent and stuff like that. He's got some like serious stuff, and I think that he could pull it off with being Galactus. You think? Well, that'd be kind of oh, cool. Yeah. I mean. I'm just interested to see an actual Galactus in a movie. I I'm almost don't give a That's shit who saying. plays him. Huh? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I want to see Galactus and Silver Surfer pretty bad. Who would you pick for Silver and Surfer? Cloud like how we got in that last movie. Who would you pick for Silver Surfer? I mean, if, if they could do it again, I'd say use the guy that they used last time. He wasn't bad, was he? Who was that? Yeah. No, no, it was Lawrence Fishburne's voice, but... It was um, a body guy who normally does shit like that. I forgot his name, though. I look at Dick because I don't. Right. It would be cool if they... I mean, I'd say, well, why not, you know? Yeah, use the same guy that just adds to the, you know, the connecting things and the multiverse theme of things. That'd be yeah, pretty good. Yeah, they're already on that path. It, it, with them doing all that shit, they just run with that shit. It'll connect everything, and it'd be like they did it on purpose. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what all this shit kind of seems like, you know? It almost feels like, you know, with the Spider-Man, you know, all three Spider-Mans, and then I saw something today, I think it was like a fan-made thing, of course, but it was like uh, the Hulk universe, basically all three Hulks in a movie. Yeah. But... They could they could pull it off now. I mean, have, Eric Bana, the <clears throat> have Eric Banna... Have Eric Banna... Would you use... Yeah. Would you use um, Edward Norton though, and just acknowledge? I think they're gonna try to do that in the hulk And then just acknowledge. Didn't work out. They did allude to him you at know, one I'd point. Like to see to play the Hulk is David Duchovny. <laughs> ah, that wouldn't be bad. He would be a good Constantine. Yeah. Yeah, he would. He. I yeah, always yeah. thought he would be a He'd dope. Probably pull that off better than Keanu Reeves. Yeah. In a lot of ways, he would, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, when did they say that was coming out? November, November. or February? Okay, right? this year? No, next. That'll be next year. Okay, which is I just forgot, around the corner. Now we got a ways to go. Then when is like far six, as that? six nine months, something like that. Damn, she's expecting. Yeah, I, I, you get the vibe that uh, what's her name? Uh, God damn it. Michelle Pfeiffer's acting or role in that movie that she's like 
might be a little bit of a bad guy. I didn't. She, oh, she, it alluded. Yeah, she had some sort of secret or something to hide. Yeah. Well, she was in the quantum realm for how long? For a while, yeah. 15. I don't know. Like she did a bit in the quantum realm, and she's just like this badass bitch when she goes back. Well, I'm sure she had to like do shit to. Block. Yeah, I'm sure they had to. Know. I'm sure they had to. She had to do things there to to survive that, you know, she's maybe not proud of or whatever. So Probably. maybe she did do some shady shit. She didn't want her family Have you been to know about. The new, uh, new Rick and Morty. No. Uh, yes, I'm not completely caught up, but I didn't know there was a new season. It's, it's, summer kind of reminds me of uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, sort of like the her, the, the, uh, the other space self of her. Or no, not Summer. Mm. Um, Morty's mom. Beth. Oh, Beth. Yeah. 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 N- nevertheless. Anyway. So, yep, uh, I guess we got a horror movies. Yeah, I guess we got a while for that. So let's yeah, let's get into the horror movies. Like I said, we're doing our top three picks. So before for we get our in... favorite um, horror movie franchises, what were you going to say? So before that, what are what I want to know? I mean, I've got my own theories, but why do we like to be scared? That's kind of what I was asking. You and we've on kind that of pro- silver coin episode is like, why do we like these? Generally, like these fucked up movies that, or stories in general that just um, either scare us or they don't have a happy ending anywhere in sight, and something about that makes it appealing, right? As far as being scared, and as far as horror movies, I think there's a little bit different. I want to talk specifically about being scared, right? Like jumping out of your pants. I mean, not literally, but, or screaming, you know, that, that jump reaction. Oh, so uh, you're talking like jump scares or just like a general. Just in phys- or even just being creeped out. Right. Um, and especially, I think that's what I think of when I think of horror movies um, in some aspect. And I've kind of found there's four. I don't think there's no other genre of movies that give you that physical feeling of watching a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, some people would say the Notebook is kind of like romantic and make you cry at the end, but horror movies really make you appreciate the fact you're alive and not getting chased by some fucking maniac redneck with an axe. You know right? Yeah, for sure. Well, it depends on and, the and horror you know, movie. They're There's also completely ridiculous. It depends. Which makes it even that much better. It depends on the horror movie though, too, because you have different types of horror movies too. You have your like haunted house. So I found or, a... like ghost movies. You have your slasher movies. So they broke you it down have... into four main types. Okay. Um, killers, monsters, psychological, and supernatural. Okay. And obviously you can get a blend of all all four. Um, the most of the... most of, And I... Yep. Comedy, spoof, I think. Yeah. I bet I think... I would argue that's a flavor you can throw into any of these. Well, some of them are unintentionally. And I know one of one funny. of my fa- top picks Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters is uh, a horror comedy that's made with the same formula from Avin Costello, Me, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman. Well, hmm. well, so is like um, what the fuck is it? Uh, Army of Darkness. Yep. And you know, I don't know about. Would you say yeah. the first Evil Dead was a horror comedy? Nah, no, nah, that one was serious. At all, which, which is is the well, in my opinion. One of the greatest horror films ever made. Which one's better, the first one or the second one? Because they're basically the the same movie, right? Is is, is, is the first one has everything 
a horror movie that made it a great. You got you're in the woods, the creepy cabin in the woods. You got demonic shit that makes people into zombies. There you go, you got zombies, and you got some of the craziest fucking gore that that generation's ever seen. That's where he chopped off his ever. hand and his the hand, sauce. or the mini ones yeah. came after him. So, right. so I mean, chick got raped by a tree, by a fucking satan, like a fucking demon, demonic tree oh, yeah. raped the bitch. Yeah, that's a crazy movie. <clears throat> I've seen it a few times yeah, with you. Like the my favorite. I've seen it a few times with you, the, but I don't remember what the difference is. What are the main differences between the first one and the second one? Because I know they're basically the same movie, right? Comedy. They they at when Evil Dead Two happened. And, Eighty-seven, something like that. It was more comedy. It was more slapstick, more uh, kind of Three Stooges type shit put in it. Okay, so would this count as one of your top three, like Evil Dead and all no, that? No, Evil Dead one, the nineteen, the early nineteen eighty-one. So that's part of your list. An Army of Darkness. The first one for is well, my yeah, the, first. The, the franchise. So. I guess let's talk about. So that's one that. of my picks too. Right. Army of Darkness was one of my top picks of that's horror movies. That's a funny movies. movie. That's a good one. Just because, personally, I don't <clears throat> always like the horror movies, but I what I've figured out is I like a certain flavor of horror movies. I don't necessarily always like the slasher flicks, but I like the more sci-fi or spoof or um, things that have like a like a a story or a parable of what not to do. You know, um, and some of those supernatural stories kind of fit that. You like zombies too, then? Not particularly. I mean, they're okay. I, like, I liked Walking Dead, but I argue Walking Dead was not a story about zombies. It was a story about, about bad people, right. and zombies were just the background. Right. That's definitely true because, it, like, it maybe in the beginning of the show, show. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe in the beginning of the show. It was about like them against the zombies, but it was from the very beginning. Rick and uh, what was his buddy's name in the beginning? Uh, it was fucking Punisher. his wife. Yeah. Shane. Huh? What'd you right, say? Shane? Shane. Oh, oh yeah. no, the Asian guy. No, 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 no. Shane. So right from the get-go, those two were at odds and like in a power struggle. But then, yeah, the uh, the Asian guy. What, now why? Glenn. Glenn. And yeah, the, but I'm not talking about Glenn. Glenn. I was talking but about yeah, Shane. No, but he's an important part. In, but Shane, you're yeah, right. The character you're talking about. He's actually the first <clears throat> friend he gets. Mm-hmm. Well, he was his friend before the shit goes down, and then he was like taking care of his family and really taking care of his wife. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's why they were at odds. Really, is because Shane couldn't handle the fact that he he was in love with his yeah, wife. It, well, still, yeah, I thought yeah, he was in love with his wife, and he still respected his friend. And he was going crazy because it was the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah, basically, yeah, that is a show about uh, people against people and the zombies are the backdrop mm-hmm. for sure. And um, they just, they just complicate shit. Yeah, they, they were just, the MacGuffin. <laughs> right. So anyway, back to uh, Evil Dead and uh, like you said, fucking Did you Army see- of Darkness. MC Virus, did you see the uh, the the TV show, the Bruce Campbell or the Evil Dead? Oh, Ash versus the Ash Evil versus Dead. The Evil oh, Dead. Oh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah, I seen it. It wasn't bad. I mean, it, it was like Army of Darkness stuff. 
But I mean, it, it was like the horror was there. I mean, there was some pretty gory shit. Some of the old cast from the first movie was like a sister Cheryl from the basement of the first Evil Dead. She made an appearance. Lucy Lawless killed it. What do you think but, of the? I mean, I, I've always had just a, a different spot for the first movie. Yeah, and that really shaped horror for me. Word. What's? But as for Evil Dead, is tight. What did you think of the newest Evil Dead movie, like the modern? The, you know uh, what I mean? The remake? That movie was dope, dude. I think like when, uh, yeah, I was yeah, when that dude's pulling that needle out of his eyeball. I don't know if I've seen it. When, when they had the, the nail gun, that, like, chick was just dumping a clip yeah. of nails and then, like, he's like getting his hand nailed to his own yeah. face. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy movie. You should watch it. If you like Evil Dead and shit, it's definitely way darker. You know, I don't know if it's darker than the first movie. Do you think it is? The first one, uh, like the original. First, I mean, first one has some really horrific some elements, ideas. Yeah, so does this. So know. does the newer I one. I love them both equally, though. I love them both equally. That's the that... chick cut her hand off. I, I just ripped her hand off. Yeah, like from the car. Like, like didn't even cut it off. Just like pulled her fucking hand off. Yeah, that, ruthless. That movie's cool. Uh, yeah, and there's that part where the guy beats. That bitch's head in with the fucking top of the toilet, right? Remember that? Oh, yeah. He just smashes her fucking skull with the toilet lid. It's pretty nuts. Oh, yeah, the needle in the eye. I forgot about that. Yeah, like, and like... In his fucking eyeball. Yeah, in his eyeball. And you, they do... Bill, they do a close-up from like a, from the <laughs> side of him, like his hand shaking and him slowly pulling the needle out of his eyeball. Oh! Nice. Oh! It's so fucked. It's a cool movie. You should watch it. Yeah. All right, I'm so what's the new one's coming out? Evil Dead Rise. Oh, is that like a sequel to that one or what? Or is I don't it a know new? Yet. I don't think so. It looks like they're in like a like a Las Vegas um, hotel or something from the promo picture, but we'll see. we shall see. Cool. Uh, so, what's your number one pick, Bill? Or did you already? Is so, so I liked it? Army of Darkness since we kind of brought that up. Um, was my and I, it's because I like the so over the top that it is spoof that it's ridiculous. Um, so it isn't is quite. I mean, I'm 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 a very empath kind of person. So even like watching, I don't like, like I mentioned before, once that I don't like watching like videos of people actually getting hurt. I do. Because I kind of feel that myself. So in some ways, horror movies are too much for me, especially like kind of the horror torture kind of films like Saw or whatever. I don't even want to watch them. But when it's so ridiculously cheesy and over the top. Makes it a little like easier it. to stomach it because it's, it's like lighthearted. You you know that it it's 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 like approaching coming, that edge, and not going over the top. Um, and it's coming from a like kind of a silly place and not necessarily a serious fucked up one. But the whole thing, as far as the whole franchise, you know, like you know, Virus was saying, the first one was a straight up horror movie. And it was great as far as its psychological kind of hellish things that were happening to, yeah, to Ash. Yeah, everything in there that, that the movies ever needed to be successful. And they uh, used they important. used like zooming and different camera mm-hmm. techniques to really impress like the and make you uncomfortable with that movie, right? 
Is Sam the, Raimi's a genius. Is the way, the way it would zoom in on his face when he was laughing all crazy, you know? At that at oh, one yeah. point in the movie, and it's like just the way they twist the camera. The and... were cool. Those, uh, a lot of practical effects and shit. Well, like and when uh, Bruce Campbell touches the water, the mirror, and it's actually water. Right. That yeah, that's that cool. Pretty cool shit. Like, um, even the hand. You know, they did yeah, a really crazy job. Head. Yeah. They did a really crazy job with that, too. So, and that. I guess that movie's really a testament, because when did that movie come out? I, Evil Dead 2? First one. First, the first one, I'm going to say 1981. Right, so it's a real testament to like practical effects and using... Maybe 82. And, and having to make do with what you have, right, to make your vision come to life. And so, yeah, clearly that movie absolutely. didn't have a huge budget, but they made it work, and it's still... Uh, makes you uncomfortable and it's still a good movie today so it's interesting exactly what you can make happen with very little yeah you, you you've seen that as we shot our video you know it is no how no knowing how to use what you got to get what you're looking for you know it goes a long way right well and like stuff like that's important too because then that can show other people that might be doubting they can do something like that. And then you, you know, see independent shit take off and you go, oh, okay, maybe I could shoot this with one camera, my idea. And, you know, maybe not have a million fucking dollars to make this, but still make it work somehow. And then you just develop better skills that way because you, in making do with what you have, you learn tricks that somebody with all the advantages in the world might not. And it's also just, about the story. Just through experience and failure and right and the story. Well, if you don't have all the big budget to do like the effects or whatever, you have to rely on the drama and the human aspect of the story. Right. And, you know, using certain elements of silence, how long to hold a shot to, to do the tension and even like the, the sound effects kind of behind it. Right. Um really do a lot one of the cheapest things you music can make your own movie is use whatever the fuck you have without looking for more than you already need you know what i'm saying or like, expanding upon what you might you know or i see what you're saying well like let's say oh where do i live oh this is this, this kind of neighborhood my story can take place here utilizing you know make it everything go into your story and shit like that which is what we did with like, the music video that we shot is like you were using exactly, the park you know what I mean? using the park a long way we were shooting in the park across the street from his front door. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, you couldn't really tell any of that. We were using somebody's house that just let us come over there because they had a pool. And you know what I mean? So or it's like when they said Reservoir yeah. Dogs was filmed on one square block in Hollywood, that every single shot was taken within a square block. Right. Of that and, one And spot. that's another, yeah, like you said. Using, using what is available to you to the, like, to the fullest and and not only doing that but like pulling uh more out of it than seems to be there on first uh, the first look yeah yeah like shit just starts to happen like oh this will work like they, oh shit perfect like oh this this is part here like yeah just just make it all go into your shit and you'll you'll have a fucking amazing product it'll look like you 
paid everything to be the way that it was. You well, know? and if you stay like open minded and just let things happen as they do, and then ideals will come to you as you're, you know, standing there, you might see a shot that you didn't see in your head until you were there, and you're right. like, oh, we should maybe do this. Because then you're like standing there I'm looking make at a horror film someday. That would be cool. I, I, after what we did with the video, like I, I, I think you could pull it off. Budget, I can make a whole film. I think you could pull it off. What would it? If I don't, I mean, so what? I'm gonna do it anyways. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't like, have to be great. Yeah, I'll pull it off. I'll pull it off for like as far as like you know what I mean. Where is my budget will take me? Yeah. Well, like we just said, I gotta hire Christina Ricci to get naked though. That'll be the whole movie. Is just her taking her clothes off, like uh, That's the whole budget at Bla- least. Black Black Snake Moan. She <laughs> she is hot though. Yeah. 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 That's it. We're just gonna <laughs> fucking make it uncomfortable. We're zoned out. Sweet. Anyway, so moving on. I guess my first pick. In this whole thing, I have to say my favorite movie franchise, and not every single movie in it, but um, Hellraiser. Yeah. Um, Pinhead. Uh, yeah. Well, the, so have you seen the new series that's out? Uh, no, and I'm not going to watch it. No. Nope. <coughs> nope. 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 The, the so the. I'm not a huge fan of the first movie. I love the, I love them like the first four, but the first movie is actually my least favorite. And then you get into, uh, I think two and four are my favorite Hellraiser movies for sure. I've uh, seen them all as a kid, but I can't remember a single thing about them other than the little box. I like cube. the first. I like the first one. But second one is probably the best, best one as far as the, the franchise goes. Bloodlines is cool because you get the through time aspect of it and you get more of the story on the puzzle box and shit like that. And which one is it where you get the doctor? Is it the second one? Yeah, it's the second one. Because he's like where the, the chick is the one yeah, that well, makes it, the patients cut themselves on the bed? Well, and... He's trying to gain like the uh what are the demons' names in there? The Xeno Xenomorphs? Or no, that's fucking lost you there for a minute, but I'm back, I think. Yeah, you're good. Uh what Xenobites. Right? Cinnabites. Xenobites. Cinnabon? Yeah. They uh like he he wants to gain he makes a deal with the devil basically after he opens the puzzle box and he gains equivalent or more power than because he's attached to that demon. He attaches himself to it. He has way more power than Pinhead. And uh, remember, he's got like uh, scalpels and like uh, syringes for fingers and shit. And then the lobotomy, the lobotomy machine. Like it, it like drills uh, into his head, and then is, he's is like, "Is that bloodline?" That's in the second one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <clears throat> you're right. It's in the second one, and then bloodline, or is it the fourth one? Yeah, that second one is dope. The fucking maybe it is the fourth. Maybe that is in the fourth one. I can't remember. I think it's the second one though. No, I think you're right. The chick's trying to get away from him and shit, like running through all those holes. 
right? Not the holes, but the hallways. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then Pinhead, like, tries to stop him and gets fucked up. Like, he kills uh, Pinhead and his homies and and shit, you know? Yeah, chatter. What I always loved about those movies, and it's, like, the opposite of what Bill said. He's not a fan of, like, seeing people get fucked up. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I watch if they're bad it people, too, it's different. It's, it's, it's a freedom. It's, it's a freedom like with like with, with music with me before, like killing somebody on a, on a, on a hip hop track is is pretty liberating. And especially the more detail you go, the, the, the flyer it is. And then like a horror movie, you know, like it, it, it's it's art, man. And, 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 you know, no, it's not real, you know, but the fact that it's not real and you can make it look like it is, is is really the, the gangster of the art. I think a lot of my hip hop to me. I think a lot of my favorite horror movies are the more gorier uh, ones. Um, th- I think the gore factor is my big thing when it comes to if I like a horror movie or not. Um, well, also, I mean, it depends on like which which where where you're going. Like, not every horror movie is necessarily needs it. Needs yeah, that's that. what I, I get. I personally like it. But there's there's some shit out there that just yeah you don't, necess- I don't know, necessary I guess. But those aren't my favorite horror movies either. I mean, if a story doesn't require right. it, I'm probably not that interested. You know what I mean? That's what a good horror yeah. movie is to me. Is I like that, especially with like practical effects mm-hmm. and seeing uh, who made uh, what's his name the. Guy that would do all those practical effects back then, the horror guy. Tom Savini? No, he made Hellraiser and shit. Clive Barker? Yes, him. And so he didn't he do what other movies did he do? He did Nightmare on Elm Street and he shit. Did right? Nightbreed. Oh yeah, he did Nightbreed. Yeah, that's a dope movie too. Yeah, it is. And he always did just really cool, like, costume effects and also just those really brutal and pretty realistic. Probably not today. That probably, The visuals probably don't stand up as much today. He did Candyman. Candyman. I don't Lord like of that. Illusion. I did not like the first Candyman. Yeah. Lord of Illusion was, was all right. You like Candyman? It was boring to me, dude. All they were doing is that following that chick around and then... Like, you barely saw him in the movie. I dug the part where you actually got to see him, but you didn't even get to see him that much, which... Underworld? It just bored the fuck out of me, that movie. I loved it. <laughs> that shit's so funny. Hey, look for Candyman, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that police lineup? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I probably won't watch... The new uh, Hellraiser series, that shit can blow me. They're like, why? Because they're doing the fucking gender swap shit. And I'm a big fan of the original guy. I didn't like when they replaced him for that. It was like the eighth movie or something. It was some other dude. I just don't like anybody else as Pinhead. Like, and maybe that's just a bias thing. And it most definitely is, but... I just don't like it. And especially if you're going to turn him into a chick, like fucking blow me. I don't know. Not with, I'm not with it. I think they should have gave it like the, the, the chick from Hellraiser originally with her throat all open. Like, like if they're going to do that, should have gave her her own series. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the one with the, I, 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 don't, I don't know why they had to do that. Just 
I don't know. There was female characters in the 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 Cenobites team that that could have been easily <clears throat> just as marketable and as good. Yeah, for sure. And goes into like the 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 world of another Cenobite, not just focus on Pinhead. Yeah, if they would have done a yeah, if they would have done a show and did a Hellraiser, but no Pinhead, and just like yeah, focus on a different a different demon, then yeah, we I'd have been on board for sure. But when I'm, you start, like, I, when I you mean, start, check it out still. But it seems it does. It's and seems no kind of nobody n- nobody else is gonna match his voice, for one. Like the yeah. way he would talk, it'd be like pain. You know what I mean? Like I can't do it. But his yeah, whole Doug Bradley has his, a dope dude. His whole speech about pain, and you remember when the two brothers, like they were the security guards. And they're like, don't make us put some pain on you. And he's like, pain. He's like, don't talk to me about pain. And then, and then the end of the speech is like, I am pain. And then and he's like, I hear you what you're thinking. Don't separate me from my brother. And then he's like, I would never. And then he starts, that machine comes out of the wall and twists and like hooks into their faces and twists their faces together. Like tears there and like you know what I mean? Yeah. And brings them even closer together. Yep, yeah. so makes them one person kinda. And like laffy taffy. Yeah, it's legit as fuck. I love that part. Or old fashioned salt water taffy. That might be what my favorite part in a movie, just that speech. And I just love that that part big time. I have a Hellraiser comic book. You know, there's a, a whole uh, comic series of those of that yeah. franchise. There's a whole but lot of one. evil dead too. Mm. And or at least that character. Yeah, I've, I've never cared for much of it. I was actually reading my Nightmare on Elm Street one today. Nice. All right, so uh, next one on your list, then. My list. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, hmm, that's a, a pretty hard one. After Evil Dead, so tight. Evil Dead is so tight. It's like, what? What's next? Like, how, how are you gonna top that? What about? Didn't you watch that movie Hatcher a lot? Hatcher's alright, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say not next to Evil Dead. I've got Full one. Effects. I've got number two that compare to Evil Dead in certain ways. Okay, that would be John Carpenter's The Thing. I loved it because That's it was a cool movie. It was, I just like the winter yeah. setting because you got this sharp contrast of light and dark. There's like zero escape too. Yeah, they're like stuck no, there. No they're stranded, factor. and even the sets were very tight, and so you kind of felt more. Again, you felt using that claustrophobia what, and that cabin fever that they were. And you, and the bad guy and the virus and the alien virus was transmitted. Like like a virus, so you never knew who the bad guy was. It was always when it was really just dis- all of them. It was just really all of them. The eventually, whole eventually, they be they all, yeah, became yeah, and they all you know. Yeah, and that that I'm saying that's like one of the greatest horror movies ever made, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of people would say that, and so that's a story with no good ending at all. The, and, the, and the it, whole it, camp it, was burning, and there were two of them sitting there wondering if they were aliens or not. Well, so why is that such them. a like? 
why would a story like that be so appealing, right? It's like no hope, and why why do people why do we love that so much? You know, my number two would have to be Return of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. That's a cool movie. Yep. Is that the one where they're? Is that the one where they're in the mall? No, that's Dawn of the Dead. That would probably that Dawn of the Dead was on my list. Uh, That's one of my favorite. That's like my favorite the zombie. The 1978 one, though, not the newer one. No, the newer one the where they're. One was dope. I I like the one where they're in the mall. And uh, yeah, that movie's the shit. In the set, the seventies or the which no, one? the two thousands one. Oh, big rings. They're in a mall. Yeah, and that that yeah that that's a remake of a nineteen seventy eight nine movie. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying I like that one. But there. Oh. What's the one where there's a part in like that super old one? I think it's Dawn of the Dead two, I want to say, but it's where the yeah. zombies pull that guy to the ground, and uh, they grip him from the top and the bottom and just rip him in half. And oh, no, they, Day of the Dead. yeah, they did it with practical effects, and that part always stood out to me big time. It looked so real. Yeah, well, it was actually cow guts and goat Yeah, it was like real real intestines and shit. That that was why, huh? That's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a sick movie, dude. Um, That, I just saw that when I was a... I got action figures from those movies on my fireplace. I saw that when I was a kid in that part where they pull him in half like that. And just the... His voice changes. Remember, like, they stick their finger in his throat? And his voice just goes high all of a sudden as they pull him apart. That's cruel. That's mm. dope. Like, little things like that, dude. I mean, and the way that he acted that, too. I mean, he really sold. Like, he was getting ripped in half, you know? Those guys those guys were actually special effects artists that were, like, uh, working under Tom Savini. And that, all that shit's Tom Savini's work. All of it. And he got all, like, all that shit when he was in Vietnam, like... He saw bodies all fucked up and shit. Oh, so he knew what a mutilated body really looked like. Exactly. He gave him inspiration to do it on on, on film. And he made it look so real. Like, even back then, dude, that's what I was saying. When I was a kid, and we hadn't seen anything like... I mean, there's a ton of it now where, uh, I mean, gory-ass effects are dime a dozen now, but when you saw Day of the Dead and then pull him in half like that, I mean, I had never seen like anything like that when I was only like 14 or something. So it's like, what the fuck, man? That's nuts. And this is a way older movie than it was made before I was born. So no, I think it's 85. Oh, was it? Okay. So I was like, I mean, that was just incredible to me that they could do that and make it look so real. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, Will? Yeah, you no, kind of no, wandered George, off. George Romero it. was a fucking man. Dawn Where? of the Dead's his. Day of the Dead. I've Day. only seen a handful fucking of them. Fucking awesome. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think... So were those slow zombies or fast zombies? Slow zombies. Or well, no, Day of the Dead. Romero zombies were always slow zombies. Yeah. The first time I seen a fast one was, was Return of the Living Dead. And that, this, zombies always scared me more as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, zombies always scared me more as a kid because dead bodies running at you was just fucking insane. That is a that would be fucked. But I, I don't I don't know. 
what always freaked me about in horror movies was like Silence of the Lambs or like something with like a real like a serial killer in it. And I, because even when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, monsters and whatever. That's not a big deal to me. But like somebody could really come into my house and serial kill me. Because be because it could be the threat that it could be actually real. Yeah, and that always freaked me out when I was a kid. Like Cape Fear. Did you ever watch that movie? Uh, it's not really a horror like movie. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I think uh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think it won Academy Awards or some something like that, or or it was nominated at least. But as far as like a suspense movie and high budget, top notch actors in their prime are pretty darn close. Yeah. You ever seen that movie Gothica? Yeah, good. Sounds familiar. You've seen it. I know you have. I've uh, seen it. It's... I, th- I always thought that was a pretty cool I... one as far as like psychological horror. It was a little visual. I mean, that was more on the like trying to m- disturbing. What about The Cell? Did you that ever... movie's great. So that I. That was good. I I don't like it for horror reasons. I like it just. It's not a horror movie. That's more of a thriller movie, like a psychological thriller about that a serial killer. So, that that movie's great. So so the guy's art, there was an artist that that was kind of inspired by, he and I saw his stuff at the Brooklyn Museum of Art. So what he did is he chopped up cows and put them in these in slides inside formaldehyde. So you're literally walking around these sculptures, these two, these like boxes filled with this blue formaldehyde with cow parts inside of them. And you like, you walked up to it, it looked like a cow head at first. And then it's like, everything is all fucked up and scrambled. And then there's a head at the other end. So it's just weird, weird ass stuff with like real dead animals. That's what happens when you are, you have potential to be a serial killer and you go the art direction instead. Yeah. Because imagine what that fuckface would do to people if he was killing folk. He'd be like a Dexter serial killer. Like, leaving out his art pieces for the world. I should watch that again. It's a dope movie. It doesn't really stand up as far as, like, the CG effects that are in it. You know, when he's got, like, the long flowing cape that, like, pulls back off the room, like, uh, drapes. And then is like you know you know what I'm talking about the super long cape at the so, end. Which movie? I lost you there. The cell. Oh, I haven't seen it in a while. I just remember the guy's art that, and then seeing that, yeah. and then also hearing that it was inspired by that with. Um, and then he would hang from those hooks and jerk off. Remember? I yeah, he uh, would hang himself. Sounds about right. He yeah, would hang pretty... himself over the dead body of who, who, whatever chick he just killed. He would hang himself from those hooks in his back. And he would like jerk off on the body, like hanging over the top of him. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. <laughs> strokes indeed. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Getting down, you know. I think I I don't think Mike knows what he's talking about. He's telling us some subliminal shit. This is in the movie, bro. You guys just no, maybe please, don't. No, that movie was pretty damn <laughs> twisted. It's a, it is cool. I like it. All right, so next one, Bill. What's your next movie? Or oh, you just did one. So yeah, um, yeah, the thing, and there was a couple of things that I wanted to mention about it, uh, just for personal reasons. That it was an alien that was able to spread like a virus that took on the characteristics of the host. Can you say symbiote? So it would not. 
So it would it would so, I mean it would mimic them. It'd be able to remember, take the, take on their memories, take on their personality, and act just like them. So it would just eat their body, and then it would be able to take their shape. It was and it just infected them and their cells. Every atom, every blood cell became. You're talking about the thing, right? Correct. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I just that reminded me very of Venom-esque kind of properties yeah. looking back at it. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that. Um, that is a crazy fucking movie, too, man. Because you just never know. And 12, it's also remember like 12 Angry Men. Um, if you've ever seen that kind of classic film or classic play, uh, it's about a jury of 12 people just fighting the whole time whether this guy is guilty or innocent. And it goes back and forth and... Uh, oh, that sounds like a cool movie. It's it's a great it's a classic, uh, for very good reasons. If you you know if you were to kind of rip off something as far or take inspiration uh, from literature, that would be a great spot as far as that kind of conflict, that psychological horror. Uh, you saw a lot of an alien too, where mm-hmm. you know that confined space, and um, you don't quite see. There's another off, John Carp another John Carpenter film as well. No, yes. Yes, John Carpenter. Oh. Yeah, he did the thing. Okay. No, I'm getting Alien wrong. But... They Live. Yeah, They Live. They Live is probably one of his best ones. That movie... I don't see why everybody loves that movie so much. I'm going to be honest. It's because... I don't think it's that great. How it really represents and it, it, echoes the, the horrors of society. It's the message. Message? Yeah, the message. Just like 1984. Um... That book itself was kind of difficult One to of read. One the coolest fight scenes in film history. <laughs> Come on, man. This fly that's flying around in the there's, studio there's right now fly that just... is about to get punched in its fucking fly face. Yeah. All right. Speaking of horror movies, The Fly. The Fly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking weird-ass movie, isn't it? The original or then the, the, the next one with... Um... Jeff, Jeff Goldblum did a good job of remaking Is that a good go. movie or is the end just cool? It's a good movie. I, I mean, I, the whole I, thing's I, good. I I liked it. I don't remember the whole movie. You know, movie. I watch some campy-ass B shit, bro. Like, you, you could just oh, I know. That's why you're on this episode, bro. I thought you'd be more, a little more prepared. You're like, I don't know. I guess Evil Dead's it. <laughs> Well, it's hard it to top. What I feel at the time you don't I'm have to top. Just talk about what, what you would. When I'm asked the question, it could it could fucking change, man. Like, there's so many great ones, man. It's it, you like them for different reasons, and oh man, maybe saying top three, but just like some of your favorite movies, then. You know what I mean? Man, Evil Dead's probably number one. Return of the Living Dead and probably Dawn of the Dead. The yeah, this z- just, just kind of the entire because like uh, twenty seven days later or whatever it is, or twenty eight days or whatever it is. That's a good one. Those the that's kind of the birth of the running zombie and how fucking terrifying is that shit? Yeah, because they the weren't first running zombie with Return of the Living Dead though, and they were faster than a normal person too. So there's no way you're getting the fuck away from them. Yeah, yeah, those movies are cool. Like, uh, wasn't there two of them? Or was there three? Yeah, 28 days and 28 days later. 28 weeks later. Weeks later, yeah. Yeah. Those are dope movies, for sure. Um, Because you got, like I said, you got a different kind of zombie. It was more like rabies. 
than zombies, right? It's like hyper rabies. So they, I don't know if they were actually dead, were they? I don't remember. But kind of a cool, different take on the zombie idea. Because, like, if you really think about it, really slow-moving zombies, like, I mean, if you could just hop in your ride... Slow-moving zombies are realistic, though. I mean, they, No, it's not. Why it is it realistic? People ain't climbing out of the ground. I think it was about Zombie. building suspense. As far as the visual medium of the movie, it was to build suspense, something crawling towards you slowly that you cannot escape and because it doesn't all, stop. Unstoppable, yeah. You know, and I think that's that's the horror element. And I think, you know, kind of back to why we enjoy it is we can separate at some point in time that it's not real. Right. Or that we could get away from it. Or that there is always a character that does get away from it. But there's always the, everybody always gets cornered somehow and then pulled to pieces. You know what I mean? For like, some reason, you know, if you're doing... Another good one is, is the 1991... Uh, Tom Savane, got to, it was his first time directing a movie, and he redid Night of the Living Dead his way with gore and all that shit, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, because the first so, one didn't have any gore, did it? It did, but it was black and white. Uh, you couldn't see it. Is it dope? Like the newer one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the first one's good, too. They re-released it in color, though, too. I, I, I mean, a few like back in like 2000-something. What was the one with the stripper but, that was leading everybody? Remember? That's Return of the Living Dead 3. Yeah. Necronopolis or whatever. The fuck. She had like her titties out the whole movie? I thought it was yeah, cool because she was like... Yeah, because she was like naked the whole movie? Yeah. And I super dug yeah. that when I was a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, this zombie chick's hot. Oh, we, we, like, she can eat, eat my fucking brains. <laughs> the chick that danced naked on top of the, the grave? I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. There's two different ones. She was naked, bro. I don't know. See those two days it all forgets. Yep. But uh, so, I think... So did you have a number two yet? Uh, I don't know, not yet. Did you take a number so I was, two? I was trying to think. So I, I I really enjoy the Saw franchise. Um, that's kind of a newer type of. I mean, I don't know. They didn't really do movies like that before that, right? Other than and now they're Hellraiser, pretty... maybe would be. No, that's I think different though because. As far as it like a, an inspiration is, step, I've never seen. I'm talking like the saw. escape escape room type scenario. You know what I mean? These death traps and I always enjoyed that. Plus, those are really crazily uh, woven together. Like the if you watch them far enough apart from each other, you could really get lost in what the fuck's happening. But if you continue to, or if you watch them all in a row. I mean, things start to come together and, like, you start to realize, oh, this, you know, the first movie's happening at the it's, same it's time. It's gory of, and psychological. Like, okay. a lot of the movies are happening at the same time. Or, the, you know, this movie way down the road is a prequel, but you didn't know until the end of it. Or, you know what I mean? So I love how those movies were made you think about what was happening, plus... I like the death traps and shit. It's gory, and I love that shit. You know what I mean? 
You've never really seen them, though, huh? No. Why? Why not? Oh well, yeah. Well, you don't well, like and also, so going back to why um, you like horror movies. So, like in the theater, you're dating a girl. You take her to a horror movie, and then there's that shock factor, and you know, and you know she likes you because she grabs onto you and pulls you tight. Uh, she's probably already pulling me tight. Yeah, there you go. But before that, you know what I mean. But it's as far as horror movies goes. Did we lose you, Mike? Maybe. No. Oh, we lost camera, but I got you. Anyway, so I don't, as far as that goes, you know, I think there's some. No. Yeah. But now, Beth doesn't like horror movies. So you have an excuse. I've, I've had my phases, and I think it's just because I like different types. I, li- I like the more sci-fi angle um, that's thought-provoking um, with splashes of horror and gore. Although Evil Dead franchise then just shoots that theory holder shit too. But I don't know that's the exception because it's spoof and, and kind of fake. Yeah, but I also love the combination of comedy and gore. So my number third pick kind of breaks the rules a little bit, but just a story that's kind of haunted me and scared me for a long time, just thematically, was from the Twilight Zone, the movie. So when there's I've seen that. So when there's a a monster on the wing of the plane. And he's trying to tell oh. everybody that there's this monster. Look, there's this thing out there. Did you John see Lithgow. that? And then nobody believes him. And eventually he's like taken away in a, a stretcher is that he's crazy. But at a certain point in time, that monster's like right up against the fucking window. He like, there's this pan pulling shot. The fucking wing apart and shit. Yeah, and he's pulling the wing. And yeah. Oh, so he's actually, he's fucking up the plane. And then there's like, he's seeing what's going on, but everyone else around him is denying it. That it's not happening. Oh, he, it was based on a skit done from William Shatner, actually, in the TV show. Yeah, there was a TV show. The original, yeah, uh, Twilight Zone had it from like the, the 60s or whatever. That's cool, man. That's what the beauty of an anthology like that is. Is you can do those quick, just crazy off the wall fucking stories that don't need a, 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 don't necessarily need a whole hour and a half to explain it, you know? Mm hmm. 15 minutes and it's terrifying and uh, you know and then you move on to People the next actually died on, on the in the making of, of that movie really we do well there was a scene where this actor who didn't even really want to be on that that movie did for the money and there's he's uh he takes these asian kids he, he's in like um vietnam somewhere and the fucking helicopter hits some wires and it goes like this as dude's running and the the fucking propellers hit dude and the kids while he's got him under his arms while he's running cut him in pieces oh my god Damn. so it killed him yeah, and the kids whole big thing john landis like fucking about got sued and it, it changed the way the child labor laws are in the film industry oh my god that's fucked up man yeah fucking imagine if those were your they kids the, they didn't use like that scene but they still used the dude's story Man, now I gotta watch that movie because I. Well, I guess you don't get it's to see true. that, but not Dan, that I want to. Dan Aykroyd's in that movie. He make he plays a monster. It's pretty tight. He's at the very end. Yeah, I see it after the guy's up. At the he, very beginning too. At the oh very yeah, beginning and end. Because at the end, he's taking away the guy in the stretcher, and he becomes the monster. 
as he's taking him away from the plane that he's trying to convince everybody that in, he is in the, the monster. Ambulance driver. Yeah, yeah. This is in the Twilight Zone yeah. movie. How many different yeah, how many different uh stories are in that? I think there's four. Four to five? Yeah. Maybe six. I don't know. How old is I that remember. movie? I'm gonna say nineteen eighty two. Dang. I I uh, Wikipedia Maybe 81, says 81 even 82 wait 83 pretty damn close was it 83 83 okay what's the Produ- Steve- produced by Steven Spielberg and John Landis speaking so of like games. yeah John La- Landis directed it I think speaking of uh like airplane horror movies Dan Aykroyd was was in it John Lithgow Oh, he was the, I think he was a crazy guy on the plane. Yeah, he was. That, he's an amazing actor. Will, um, Bill Murray. No, that's Bill Money. Mummy. That's, I can't read. Bill Murray's in Twilight Zone? No, no, no. No, I can't read. It's Bill Mummy. Mummy. M-U-M-Y. Okay. You guys remember that Stephen King story where the people are on the plane, they fly through some kind of tear in time and space. The Langoliers. And like the only yes, and the only people that remain on the plane are the ones that were sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then the blind girl, right? Was she blind? It's been forever. The but little yeah. black girl, she was blind. You know, I I seen that once on TV. I don't know that story at all. It's a dope was movie. It a series dude. or was it, it was a, sh- a show? Or no, it was a mini series. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. So. It, it was like the stand, huh? Yeah. Um. Or yeah. Well. Yeah. As far as like, format, yeah. 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 Like well, because so was it. Like the original, it yeah, was exactly, actually yeah. a mini series, like, not what, a movie. What, was it a two-part thing? It. Uh, I think it was multiple episodes, right? Because you have, in the book, you have the first part where they show up and fight him as kids. And then later they come together as adults and uh, fight him again. So that's like the second half of the book. is When they're as adults and they all travel back to their hometown and fight him again to like fully destroy him. The actually when I read it, I read the book and it I listened to the audiobook while I was working and it took about probably 2 weeks cuz it is a really long book. And it was like every day listening to this and it just got me in the craziest funk. <laughs> yeah. Of just like I need to listen to something like happy man or like you know Bob fantasy Ross. Some sci-fi or something to not... Because it had me in like a weird funk because kids kids are dying in it. Kids are fucking each other in it. Kids are fucking... At one point, this kid gets killed out in the woods after he like blows this other kid behind a tree. And you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with Stephen King? To where he needs to like kill kids a lot and then like some perverted ass shit. I think he was on a lot of cocaine. Well, he was drunker than fuck, but that I can be on all the cocaine. I could be on all the cocaine in the world, and I'm still not going to think about kids blowing each other. You know what I mean? And I've done lots of cocaine. What's cocaine got to do with? Yeah, what the? It has nothing to do with anything. That's he's like he was. I think he was on cocaine. That doesn't mean you start thinking about kids blowing each other, Bill. No, I'm saying that's what led that to that dark path. (laughs) No. 
That's just his fucked up brain. Exactly. Well, you gotta understand that the fucked up is what sells. It, it is the scary factor. I think yeah. Freddy Krueger was actually not a child murderer; he was a child molester murderer. Right. I think, and uh, they just kept that out at the beginning of it. I think it, it's the fucking frightening thing. What, what is the most scariest thing you could think of? A child molester. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's fucked up, and it's what makes our skin crawl, and that's why we fucking buy. I shit. I think. I think, personally, I think Stephen King probably has those kind of thoughts and wants to fucking touch kids and shit, but he just writes about it instead and makes money. Or again, he's playing on the fears. Or he can just be somebody that knows how fucking twisted it is. And nah, I think he's a sick fuck. I love the. I event. don't like it. I don't like a lot of his books or movies because of that. Because it, it always seems to involve kids somehow or another, and he's just a fucking weirdo. Yeah, I like Pet Cemetery, and that, I mean, because of that movie, my my daughter wouldn't let my my her siblings cross the street without her. Dude, well, fuck yeah, <laughs> so that just the beginning of that movie, fucking dude. When he gets hit by that semi, like, oh my god, that makes my Jade. Was that characters in Jade? Gage. 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 Yeah, and he gets. Chasing the ball across the street. I got that Actually, you know what? I, I thought about that movie the other day. I sent my son over to my sister's house. She lives across the parking lot uh, in my apartment building. And I let my youngest son kind of run over there. And I watched him not look as he ran across the fucking parking lot twice. Because you have to run across to the walkway and then run across again to the other building so i watched him do this twice <laughs> and i'm like oh just cringing and i you know it's right. far enough he wouldn't have heard me if i yelled but when he came back i'm like dude you gotta because i'm all i could think of is, is that kid running out in the fucking street chasing the ball and getting smoked by that semi and i'm like oh like i dude there's a lesson there you know and that i was that think that part good, right? as a father that part of that movie and like i think it's why I don't like the Stephen King thing much, where he fucks with kids a lot. Is just because, like, as a dad, that's like my worst fear is something happening to my kids. So I guess. Well, it sounds like you're exactly his market. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's. You know what I'm saying? If he, he wants to, like, to scare you. Yeah, he wants to he hit. Wants to, dude, dude, think of this as pro pro wrestling, dude. That's like the guy that walks out there and says how bad you're the city that that oh, yeah. he's in and makes the whole crowd hate him. Yeah, the heel. That is what he's doing. He's the heel boy. and the good guy. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's why you, you have to hate it to like it, you know? That's like uh, The Mist. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, man. That's a. That's actually one I do like a lot, and the end is so fucked. It's so fucked because the dad, I mean, they drive off into the mist. They're trying to get to the edge of it, and they run out of gas. And he's got a a six-shooter with three bullets in it. And he takes out everybody in the car as a mercy. And then with the last bullet, shoots his son as a mercy. And then he can't kill himself. And then, moments after he kills everyone, the military comes through clearing the fog with uh, torches and fire. And that's how you clear it. And the day is saved, but he's just killed his family. Or his son and, like, the two people he tried to help. Pretty cool, huh? 
Pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is fucked up, dude. It's maybe one of the worst endings to a movie ever. The Mist. Yeah. It's a great, great. So, like, the backstory is this is like a, you know, a town, maybe kind of like Casper, maybe more like Aspen, you know, a mountain town where it's kind of cut off. And there is a military base up in the mountains and they're fucking around with like wormhole technology and shit like that. And they tap into like an alien dimension where this mist and all these different creatures start coming out of, and it overwhelms or takes over this town and the surrounding area, you know? And there's these crazy fucking just, like, what what, what seems like to the people in the movie, like, just demons, right? But they're really just alien creatures. Hmm. And it's it's a really sick movie. And the end is fucked. Super fucked. Yeah. With the mist, is that you're talking about? Yeah. And you you know the guy that played the Punisher in that uh the John Travolta when John Travolta was the bad guy? Thomas Jane. Yeah, he is the main character in the movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know what you're talking about. Oh, and you know in the beginning You're talking about that that's a remake though, right? I mean there's a remake. Oh probably, movie. yeah, sure. Probably. I don't it, know. Oh, ooh. what? Oh, uh, it's uh, based on the 1980 horror novella of the same name by author Stephen King. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So, so you... yeah, I was talking about that's like maybe the one Stephen oh. King movie that I like the most. But it's which is kind of fucked. But it's still he's like murdering his own son. It still proves your point too. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, you, you know, there's there's a good Stephen King property that's overlooked often i think because it's not just stephen king stephen king and george romero like in 85 did a movie an anthology film called creep show mm-hmm. oh yeah george romero directed it stephen king wrote it so it was like the perfect yeah um little team formula. dude i watched that but if all the stories on it are dope so it's dope. another kind of anthology type yeah. deal Mm-hmm. I it's love like that concept. Zone. That's like one of the maybe one of the greatest concepts, and it especially works for horror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the anthology idea isn't specific to horror, and I've read plenty of like anthology series that aren't that are decent. But I think it it works best in like a horror type. Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Deeper. Twilight Zone. Uh, what's the other one? Um, the Outer Limits. Yeah, that was Black Mirror. There's like, a HBO one. And we were just about. talking about on our last episode of the show. The this is a comic anthology series, The Silver Coin. So it's the HBO show, Room One Hundred Four. That's a great fucking movie too. Anthology HBO show. Or wait, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of. Uh, that Jim Carrey movie, Nine, the number nine. Yeah, I don't know. No, what was that? There was a movie about a hotel room, and I think it Shining. had. No. Nah. Was it with that Quentin Tarantino? No, I think it had 
Four Rooms. That's what I was thinking of. That's a fucking great movie, too, but it's not horror. No. That's a fucking amazing movie. We should do an episode on that. I love that movie. And the part, you know what's the fucking best part is like when the dude when Tim Tim Roth is like watching the kids as the bellhop, and like when he's like holding the hookers the dead hooker's leg, the girls just stabbed him in the leg with the heroin needle. And because of that, he steps on the remote and porn pops up on the TV. And then the kid's on his back, like, trying to choke him and shit. And he's like, dude, that shit's funny. And, like, because the little girl's like, oh, don't call her that because he calls the hooker a whore. He's <laughs> like, don't call her that. She's a ni- I'm sure she was a nice lady. Or he's like, she's a fucking whore. <laughs> and then she stabs him with that needle. And that's when the parents walk in is, like, when porn's on the TV He's ripping the heroin needle out of his leg, so he's holding it in the air, screaming like a lunatic with the kid on his back. And then, uh, you know, like that is like the greatest scene in maybe any movie ever. So fucking funny. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to go off on that. I love that movie so much. It's all good. Then he chops dude's finger off at the end. Like they go through that whole monologue, and then it's so fast. He's like, Takes the money, chops the hand. The lighter doesn't fucking go like the instant it does. What movie called? Four Rooms. So four rooms, four Four different directors. So Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino, and I can't remember the other two. Yeah, each room, different director, different story, but the same kind of bellhop goes through each scene. It's Uh, about this hotel during um, uh, New Year's Eve, right? Can't recall. I've, I've... And it, it just goes over these completely different, you know, what's going on in each room in this hotel. And it's four rooms, and each each director wrote their version of what was, or not version, but what was happening in each one of these rooms. It's a great movie. Anyway, horror movies, Bill. What's your last one? That was my last one. What? Four. So I had uh, Army of Darkness, The Thing, and... Twilight Zone, the movie. Okay. Um, virus. But, but you... Actually, just what I was going to talk about was Room 104 by HBO. It's not horror. It's more in the psychological horror. Um, but like each ro- or sci-fi, Outer Limits, each room, each episode is what happens in this Room 104. And just like, fuck, oh, shit happens. Oh, maybe. Is this an older show? No, this is new. This is new, new-ish on HBO. Um... 2017 was looks like season one, but like just crazy shit happens in the room. Like, so it's like a poltergeist thing. Each one is completely different, but all I can, and I can't, I can't, I don't remember enough. I wasn't prepared, but it's just fucked up. So the room's cursed though. It's not cursed. It's not sci-fi. It's just like weird, perverted, just, like uh, I can't even. What's remember. this on again? HBO. Okay, I need to HBO watch. HBO Max. It. I need to watch it. I love shit like that. You know, if I, I'm not I'm a huge. A movie right now while we're doing it. I'm not like a huge horror. It's on me. I'm not what like uh, I'm not a like horror isn't my main focus when it comes to like what entertains me, but I do enjoy it. Uh, certain types though, right? What are you watching, Mike? Uh, it is one dark night. It has Adam West in it. I got you. 
Oh, old school. Yeah, it, 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 you know, because I had Adam West, I, I had to put it on. All right, what's your third pick? Um, you've you've done you've done the possession. You've done zombies. What's your next like? So, and I got a stall pick. If you you got to pick one. like a slasher film. What's your favorite slasher? Uh, Army Jason of Darkness. Martin. That's not a slasher. Though. <laughs> There's a lot of slasher. That's like a more of a. It's maybe a combo nah, of like I'm, possession. Really, a slasher in that. I mean, slasher is like Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, right? Right. Leatherface. What's the one? Those Ducky. new. What's those ones with like the clown with the black and white makeup? The newer ones. Terrifier. Oh my god, those movies are fucking crazy. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh my god, where's your phone? <laughs> it has been very. Pull up some fucking. Pull up like Formal, on YouTube, like, like a kill, like a kill list or some shit on Terrorizer. That movie is fucked up, dude. You remember? Have you seen the part where he takes when he hangs the chick upside down, spread eagle, right, and then saws her in half with the hacksaw, like long ways? The first one. Yeah. Yeah. That movie is crazy, and there's a new one out, I think, where he yeah, gets Terrifier too, where he gets a girlfriend. I don't know. I, I think there's yet. a third one now. No, Terrifier two months ago came out. Yeah. Well, there's that part where he like shows up in that cafe, right, and he's got a bag with the dead body in it. That's the first one. Yeah. And then he fucking chops that fucker's hand off, right? Yeah. Oh, that movie's yeah, nuts. Terrifier is like on some new shit. What'd you say, Bill? I, I dig it. I was just looking at the YouTube clips. Oh, did you see it? Yeah, a little bit. Pretty brutal, huh? Well, it just didn't get... I didn't see anything brutal because it was okay, just well, the trailers. Okay, well, just play it. No, you got to find, like, an actual kill list. What's? Have you seen the one with, like... Uh, it's kind of a rip-off of Jason, but this guy, he walks around with, like, a GoPro on his shoulder. And it's, like, chrome face or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that one. It's like kind of a more modern kind of version of Jason. So I don't you know. know I, I don't know, Mike. It says this. Do you got to be a, an adult to see those? It says this content may be inappropriate for some users. Do you wish to continue? You probably should oh, just. Oh no! I know you're a gentle soul, so I don't want to. <laughs> Dead meat. Uh, you better call out what whatever channel that is. James A. Jason. So anyway, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who my favorite slasher bad guy is. You know, I really loved House of a Thousand Corpses. There's no slasher guy in that. I know that. I'm. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think of what my third one would be. I'm, I, there's a lot more horror movies that I love. <laughs> Fantasia. Oh, no. Uh, Shut the... Fa- Phantasm. I didn't like those. I thought they were boring. Oh, crazy little mirror ball. Yeah, with the, with the Crypt Keeper guy. Boy! Yeah, that movie's boring. I don't like it. It's just what I remember. You know what was crazy? Was, oh, uh, that no, movie... Uh, Phantasm. Wish, Salem's Lot. Wishmaster. Wishmaster. Did you ever see Salem's Lot? Like... It was like a TV series or a, like two episode thing like they did on like Stephen King's It. 
Mm. The fucking vampire kid was like, we go to the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the Omen movie. The Omen movies were pretty nuts. Did you like the damn that fly? That fly, fly is a right motherfucker, dude. He just landed in your nose. Help me! <laughs> <laughs> it did for real. It just tried to crawl up in his brain. It was like trying to crawl up. How did that smell? Fly. Oh shit. <clears throat> so yeah, I think. Do you like? Did you like House of Thousand Corpses and those movies or what? I like the Frank. I, I like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. <clears throat> I, I didn't see um, the third one. That was too. Uh, that did, was too sad to um, me. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Cause uh, homeboy died like right uh, in the middle. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's not like a great actress. I fucking hate her. Good, she she cast type. I mean, I mean, or typecast. She uh, can... she's only in movies because she knows her husband. She can deny her husband pussy. Well, you know what I mean. It's not because uh, she's good. Well, whatever it is, she, the character of Baby, like she can, she can pull that off. She was dope in that. But I'll like, give her, her that. Only, like her only spiel always seems like to be like the trailer trash, ex stripper dude type vibe the only reason she's in any movie at all is because her husband's the director there is a reason no one else no one else casts her in anything there's no there's a reason she's not being asked you know what i mean like nobody wants to see that bitch nobody wants to see that bitch and he still just keeps putting her in shit like that new monsters movie looks like shit yeah and it might have been good if he wouldn't have put his fucking wife in it, like he does everything. You know what I'm it saying? It was cool. We got another monster movie, but... It, it didn't really translate, because he did it like old school, right? And made it like the show, and it just looked ridiculous, huh? I think I saw yeah. you posted something about how you didn't like it. It could be better. Right. <laughs> Most people were, were were like hoping on an Adams Family vibe too. He should have done an Adams Family movie. That would have been better. Because I think that monsters vibe—that's that old school. Like I don't see how that. Well, there's a Wednesday coming out. Yeah, that looks actually pretty decent. And it's by Tim Burton. Yeah, that looks like a kind of like a Pennyworth show. You know what I mean? Because it's Tim Burton, I don't care. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, no, it, what. No, no, I think. But you, you, you know what I'm yeah. saying, though. It's like you know that show they did about Alfred. It's like season three now. I haven't, I haven't watched much of it, but so like, yeah, I think that Wednesday show looks actually pretty good. Inter, inter, and I'm going to be a little upset if they don't bring Christina Ricci into it somehow, some way. She's commented on it already a lot, so uh, that. Makes me optimistic I that she she's gonna... somehow. Yeah, she needs yeah. to be. She needs to be bad. Like I don't see how you make that and not tip your hat to her some way somehow. Introducing a whole new generation to goth girls. Yeah, she was like, when I was a kid, man. Like Adam's Family too, and then like, like when she's in like the Indian get up at the end, you know, and they're doing the play. That's fucking hilarious, by the way. 
if you watch that as an adult and see how like super I'll be the victim of <laughs> that part is so fucking great dude like as a kid it went miles above my head but if you watch it as an adult it's so good it. it's so good yeah it's sad you found out with it man huh oh <laughs> yeah yeah that movie's really great um <clears throat> And it, uh, would you count Adam's Family as comedic horror? I would say that's fair. Comedic first. Oh, dark. Comedic I'd say, first. I'd say it's definitely at the gateway. It's a gateway drug. Yeah, it's definitely not scary, but it's dealing with stuff that should be if it were done mm-hmm. in a different light. Is Beetlejuice a horror? Yeah, I would think so. I don't know. I would say Beetlejuice like, is the exact like same comedy as, as horror, Adam's Family. Yeah, horror comedy. Like you're daring, you're dealing with stuff that could be scary. Like you could do a scary Beetlejuice if you didn't know funny Beetlejuice existed. You could take the same story if you didn't have Michael and, Keaton and make it scary. You could do the same thing with it's the Adams Family. Again, but I've always thought that about Ghostbusters. Yeah, you could make a. Scary Ghostbusters movie. Ghostbusters would yeah. be fucking amazing. If you didn't know about the originals. Well, the original like the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was very yeah, you dark. Could, exactly. That would be sick too. But they flipped that the other way. Yeah, in the second movie they made it way more lighthearted. Or even just the original comic where they were assassins to kill Splinter. Straight up brutal. Shredder, you mean? Shred- yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked, we touched on some of that in our most, in our uh, last Ronin episode, uh, which is out, by the way, go listen to that bitch. Super good. That was uh, was a fun episode. That was a fun episode. Silver Coin episode was good. We just uh, did that on the last one. That was so good. If you haven't read that, if you haven't read that. Speaking of like these anthology series and shit, if you haven't read that series, and you said volume one, first fifteen books. Yeah, the first there's uh, looks like a couple of volume three, one, two, and one and two were out on like Amazon, right? Whatever that meant, but so yeah, you can get those and read the first fifteen issues, uh, and it's so worth it, so worth it. So besides uh, horror movies, there uh, MC, uh, what vice what. It, are there any other comics or horror genres that uh, tickle your fancy? Comics or comics or besides movies, anything or but even even like hip hop things that should be oh, yeah. footnoted horror, horror for. for sure. What? So, yeah, horror hip hop. So, like, are you talking, talking about horror and, and other mediums? Yeah. Exactly. Uh yeah, comic books. Um, the, the tales from the the, the crypts, fucking uh, strange stories. Oh, he's going to look at his um, comic. <clears throat> this one's here, the haunt of fear. These ones are are uh, I don't know if you can see it, but a little bit. That's old school there. I I do like these old fashioned ones, man. I want to rip off that style. I know they're style. not like glory, you know what I mean? But I, I, I like... That font is awesome. Like, you know, like, m- and shit. So, uh, like, in music in particular, I mean, you grew up listening to a lot of horror hip-hop, right? So, like, who stands out to you as, like, the best in that medium? 
nobody really wants to be called horrorcore. Um, but I, I think they all share. I, I think maybe, maybe all the artists would, would agree that they have elements. But um, I like Isham. Yeah, Isham's. For, for somebody to say they were actually the devil and they rolled with the devil and shit like that. I mean, in a and a dude of color doing that and in the, like yeah, and, and in the 90s like, he, he, they were rock and roll and shit like um you know like the stereotypical white rock and roll in the 70s and Ishan made black hip hop out of it that was yeah i don't know if that and, makes sense and like, he was, was his. and he was yeah he seemed very like embedded in the hood in that black culture but also he was talking about some crazy shit like as far as like the 666 and like like you said he was like yeah very different than any other hip-hop artist at the time and he brought that yeah and you know brother lynch too yeah yeah you know, it was a very that, like it 90, was like ninety five. He came out with that season of sickness. It's like gangster horror. So that the insane clown posse. It's like gangster horror, right? Is what like the grave diggers? Really? Oh, the grave Depends diggers on the approach. The grave, grave diggers, yes, grave yeah, diggers. dude. Yeah. Flatliners, grave diggers. I got I got a, a sealed copy of Flatliners' first album ever from uh, Def Jam. <clears throat> They nice. um they were the first horror group to come out before I I mean during maybe Grave Diggers, but they were the first Def Jam artist to ever be the, the album's called USA under Satan's authority. Yeah, that's Def crazy. Jam record, nineteen ninety four. You know, like that's yeah, that's around when what? really Def Jam. <laughs> yeah, that's like around when uh, Carnival of Carnage came out, right? Carnival Carnage ninety two. 92. Okay. So this but is. Main, but mainstream shit, you know, like uh, the, the for the Flatliners and Gravediggers at that time. So like Riddlebox? They, they had mainstream support. Riddlebox came out in 95. Okay. I mean, ICP, those first Joker's cards, man, like they had a. They went on a really solid run as far as like making. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a matter of opinion, but I think. Their early shit, they definitely made some really unique and fun music that I was into when I was younger, you know. And I think uh, Ringmaster, Riddlebox, Carnival of Carnage, like some, those are some of my favorite albums like ever made. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I did Carnival of Carnage, and that's like nostalgia. <clears throat> and <clears throat> just our intro. You know, the Welcome to the Comic Zone, our intro music. I mean, you pulled, unintentionally, but the intro to Carnival of Carnage and our intro are so similar, it's kind of fucking crazy. Just like the structure of it, they don't sound the same. But just uh, like, uh, you were telling me, after you made it and listening back, you were the one that brought that up to me. Is you're like, man, that really has yeah. Carnival of Carnage vibes, and I was like, holy shit, like you're right. And that's like old school hip hop sound, and I love that. 
And that's why I knew you'd be the guy as far as are like... You, are you guys still using that intro? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we played it right Just at not the today. today was the only oh, time no, no, we no, did. No, 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 no. You did a different... I did a different one today. I, I didn't hear it, so I, I was I didn't know if you, if you added in later or whatever. Today was the only day we haven't used it. So that's kind yeah, of fucked up on his, our part. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to do his spooky intro. Yeah. I, it's oh. the only day I could, you know, using a, you know, a voice no, modulator, so I talked. Oh, now no, I turned it off. You did it wrong. I turned it off. Nope. So I talk deep like this. That does sound pretty cool. Bitches. <laughs> Suck it, motherfucker. <laughs> That's the only time he can say motherfucker. And Connecticut. It's with a manipulated Yeah, he job. doesn't actually say motherfucker any other time. Just was like this motherfucker. Yeah, now try to say it without. Motherfrackers. Yeah, see? see can't he can't do it. Do it. He can't Mother do it. Norker. It is actually outside of his wheelhouse. Like, Bill is so kind-hearted. Even doing this episode, he had a panic attack before we called you. He was like, I don't know. I'm going to get scared. Paper bag I was like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, buddy. Well, man, snort a few more flies. You'll be fine. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So we're about to the end of this, bitch. We should probably get her wrapped up. One other horror thing I got to drop is Guar. Oh, yeah, just, you just, just went and saw I just them saw live. them, and I it actually was happen, I'm fortunate enough to see Odorous alive in the flesh once upon a time, but as far as horror bands and stuff that I think are just awesome, again, it's it's ridiculousness to the point. Uh, yeah, they're over the top for sure. Like, you know, I saw just the pictures. Bled and, and, yeah, they're know, crazy. Urine, but uh, anyway. It's kind of the ICP thing. They like spraying a bunch of, what is it, fake blood? That's Fanta. Uh, no, 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 not ACP. No, I'm no. saying Guar. Guar, yeah, blood. Yeah, or then there was <laughs> ICP sprays Fanta. Guar, Guar, I, I don't Guar, fucking know. Come. Yeah, it's come. Whatever. It's whatever the fuck twisted thing they can imagine. No, if you were if you go to a Guar show and you're not offended, they have failed. Right. That's the point of of that. Is that it's supposed to be disturbing? It's and... Supposed to be like what the fuck? Oh. Like they brought back the Confederate flag, the Confederate Army and the the Union Army just so they could kill them all again because they sucked that bad. Oh, okay. But it, the problem is in Casper when they said we're gonna bring back Confederate Army, people were like yeah, like oh wait, these guys. Are oh, serious. nobody's fucking down with that here. Come on, I don't this know. This ain't fucking. There was like two assholes. A- this that, ain't there, fucking. There's just two assholes that did. No, that's all. Okay, well fuck them. They need exactly. their asses kicked in the parking lot. Fuck them. But yeah. I, I, I seen Guar back in the day here, and and uh, I think a time or two at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, well, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense that they would be there for sure. At the gathering, I never did go to a gathering, but I did go to Hatchet Attacks. You remember that? Oh yeah, dude, that shit. Well, you fucking left. Like you weren't even chilling. You were all pissed that night, right? Mm, no, that was a Dark Lotus type before. Yeah. What the hell was that all about? You're like, I, I don't want to see music. I'm grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. I, let's I have fun. You're like, out. no, I don't even like this stuff. I'm going to go cry <laughs> in the car. I'm crying in the car. I fell asleep in the venue, bitch. I don't know. Crying. You tuckered yourself out. 
crying all them tears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we should probably wrap this bitch up. Like we said earlier on, go check out thecomiczone.com. Get any of our episodes there. Uh, Bill has an OnlyFans page. He will spread his butt cheeks for only a dollar. Fifty dollars make it hollow. Yeah. Do you take PayPal? Of <laughs> He's like asking for a friend. Yes. <laughs> well, we got, we got to put the we got to post a link up. I mean, you can't just. Oh uh, yeah, it's going in the description. It up, it's going in the description. Description hit Bill's button. <laughs> To fucking see the rest of the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. The BB for the PP. <laughs> yeah. Dollar. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> this has been the Comic Zone and our top three favorite horror movies. It was all over the place, but fun. Thanks for coming on again, buddy. Thanks for having me. All right. Peace out, homies. Motherfuckers.